What is going on, everybody? Hey, it's Friday. You know what that means. It's time for another episode of SHW. This is our wrestling. It's me, B-Double, and my brother from another mother, GB, Gerard Bonner. Your 2020 commentary <laughs> team of the year in the state of Georgia. Yes, that's right. The, uh, the big GWH Awards just happened this week. And GB, let's talk about it. Wow. 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 I, I promise I'm going to uh, erase that word from my vocabulary, but <laughs> I'm going to try to keep that. You know, it, it's it is one of those moments, but I'll, I'll get to us in a second. But man, the awards happened this week and it's been a historic week all the way around. So, uh, yeah, I'm just glad to be back and I'm glad that uh, SHW is doing what we do. You know, we've got a big show coming up now, what, two weeks from now or so? And yep. uh, that's moving really fast and all that stuff. But I'm good, and we're going to jump into these awards because, uh, well, that's what the streets are talking about. <laughs> so, look, first of all, it's good to be back on Zoom here with you because we were just yep. talking before we got on the air that it's actually been a while since we've done uh, uh, one of these over the Internet, the last couple it we've has. done. Uh, because of the holidays and everything yeah. else going on, we've yeah. actually been doing the live version of mm -hmm. this show uh yeah. for the pre-shows at shw 22 then shw 23 right and uh we're finally back here on yeah. the interwebs oh, talking yes. to the uh talking to the shw faithful so yes um yeah so if you were unaware georgia wrestling history every single year they've been doing it for uh, you know what we should have even looked i don't know how many I, years it's been. i should have looked but i'll, I'll find been, that out while it's you're been talking in, in the teens at least uh yeah. in the high teens i think uh, that they've done these awards in the state of Georgia, uh, covering all the different promotions. Of course, mm -hmm. SHW still being fairly new. We're only a couple years old, about two and a half years old at this point. Um, but last year we came in strong. And uh, go ahead. 2009. 2009 was the first? 2009. First that was the first one. Yes. Okay. So, yes. yeah. So we came in strong last year and kind of swept a, a bunch of the awards. And a lot of people wondered, could they do it again in our second year? And not only our second year but like a very weird second year where we had an unexpected almost six months off because mm -hmm. of this uh crazy pandemic that uh that's still lingering around here but um yeah. but we still still able to knock it out of the park and uh yeah we're going to talk to you a little bit about some of these awards that uh, shw took home this week 
absolutely. Uh, good Lord. You know, the Georgia Wrestling History Awards, as we said, uh, started back in 2009. And what I think people should understand about this and why this type of thing is important, you know, if you look at uh, organizations like the music industry, the film industry, all of these other spaces, what makes those awards uh, important, like the, the Critics' Choice Awards or the Grammys or, you know, uh, the Oscars, is that they are voted on by their peers. Now, you get like the People's Choice Awards and uh, things like that, which are voted on American Music Awards as well, mm -hmm. that are voted on uh, by fans. But it is a unique, and in wrestling, you know, the Slammies can be voted on by fans and things like that. Um, AEW Awards and, you know, the NXT Awards. But uh, the Georgia Wrestling History Awards are actually voted on not even by uh, a panel, but by people who are active in the wrestling community. So wrestlers, uh, bookers, promoters, commentators, uh, you know, anybody who has a regular job in the wrestling industry in the state of Georgia has the opportunity to vote for the Georgia Wrestling History Award. So this is one of the reasons why if you've been following wrestlers who talked about when they were nominated or talked about whether or not they won, it becomes important because you want the respect of your peers. You want the admiration of your peers. When your peers are telling you you're doing a good job, you really can believe it. And so that's a little bit of history about the Georgia Wrestling History Awards, which began in 2009. And so as uh, B-Dub mentioned, 2020 was a very weird year for the pro wrestling business. And there were even questions based on how weird the year was if they were going to even do the Georgia Wrestling History Award. So that's a little bit about that. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm glad they ended up doing it because there was yes. a time there for a couple months where it was in question. It was like, yes. well, were there even enough shows that were put on to even mm -hmm. justify doing the awards? And of course, there was yeah. a lot of feedback from the promotions and from the wrestlers and from all the different workers that I think, you know, yeah, you got to yeah. have the awards, you know, at least sure. give, give us something to look forward to in the, the crazy year that was 2020, you know. And, and considering that a lot of uh, wrestling organizations after, you know, obviously we saw WWE and AEW continue all the way through with empty arena shows, uh, indie organizations didn't get the chance to necessarily do that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, to get the chance to come back, and, and I'll go so far as to say wrestlers who decided to compete, promoters who decided to put on shows, fans who decided to attend all to some degree put their health and well-being up for grabs um no one more than the folks getting in the ring or putting the shows together so i feel like uh every wrestler who performed every promotion who had the opportunity to present a show deserved uh to at least have these awards again to honor them for all of their hard work yeah absolutely and um Let's just let's get into it here. Let's, let's talk go. about some of these awards. Now, we're, we're not going to cover every single award, but I will say we're going to cover the ones that involve SHW directly, which, let's be there honest, were a lot of them. was most of the awards. <laughs> so uh, we're not going to cover every single one, but we are going to cover most of them. And, uh, well, let's start out uh, with, well, the promotion of the year, Southern Honor Wrestling, two years in a row, promotion of the year, and uh, the guy that accepted that award, also happened to be the promoter of the year, mm -hmm. Gary Lamb. How about Gary yeah. Lamb? Uh, if, if he, I feel like if he had not won, we would be hearing about it for a while. Well, On the sure. other hand, if he did win, which he did, 
we'll still probably be hearing about it for a while. So, but you know what? You got to give it up to the promoter of the year. And he found out uh, at the awards, he double checked with the guys that run the show. Mm-hmm. How many uh, promoters have won it? Or, you know, what was the number of years that the, how am I trying to say this? Who yeah, has so won it the most, to, right. most number of years? Right. So he's won and it two in a row. He has won it two in a row. Um, and uh, there haven't been very many who can yeah. say that they won it two in a row. Uh, Johnny Gayton from NWA Rampage Pro Wrestling did in 2010 and in 2011. And Shane Knowles did in 2012 and 2016 uh, for Peach State Wrestling Alliance. So really, he's in very unique a very unique space to have won it in 2019 and 2020. The only one to go back to back like that was Johnny Gayton. So uh, if he wins it next year, he will be the first to win three and he'll be the first to three Pete. And you could argue he'll have something in common, say with Stone Cold, the only three time <laughs> Royal Rumble winner. Um, there you go. <laughs> but to your point, man, Gary Lamb is a promoter's promoter. Let's just face it. It's what he does. And, um, you know, whether you are a fan of his verbiage on uh, social media or not, what you have to understand is this. He is always promoting. And the best thing I've often said uh, to folks that I work with, you know, when you're talking about advertising and promoting, the best promotions are when you don't know you're being promoted to. And so uh, that's what he does, and he does it well. Nobody deserves it more than Gary Lamb. Well, and what's so great about him, you you nailed it. He is a promoter's promoter. Like, he is – that's what he does for a living. Even outside of SHW, he's a promoter. And what makes it such a great working relationship is that he focuses on the promoting. Dylan, the booker, focuses on putting on the show. And that combination just works so well together, and Mm -hmm. that leads us to – Booker of the year for the second year in a row, Dylan Freimeyer. Congratulations to uh, the man with the pen right there. Absolutely. Congratulations to Dylan. And, you know, we talked about uh, Gary winning promoter of the year two times in a row. Well, there aren't too many people that they that can say this either. Uh, Jimmy Rave, uh, Rick Michaels and Todd Sexton have each been named Booker of the year twice. Strangely enough, they did it back to back as well. So uh, big stuff for Jimmy Rave, Rick Michaels, and Todd Sexton. Um, So really, not that we do what we do for the sake of awards, but if we did, uh, (laughs) there's inspiration now for both Gary and Dylan to win again because they both would make history. But all of that aside, let's face it, uh, we're the best promotion Um, obviously because of the wrestlers in the ring, but because of the stories that are being told thanks to great booking and because we are being promoted very well by a great promoter. So it all works hand in hand and it all makes sense. And again, keep in mind, it's not the fans that voted for this, Mm -hmm. even though our fans are the best and would have probably made these results the same. It is the workers. It is those in this business that say that, and that is major. Very cool. Very cool. And uh, let's move on down the list here. So this award is actually named for Kyle Matthews, Kyle Matthews Technician of the Year Award. And the guy that won it, not only did he have a killer match against Kyle Matthews, but then they teamed together at the last show and created sure this uh, tag team who I think they've worked together in the past, but we've mm-hmm. never seen them tag together in SHW until uh, last month or well, this earlier this month at SHW 23. 
I'm talking about Chip Day. Chip Day was the technician of the year. And coincidentally, during that tag match, we kind of dubbed him Technical Excellence. We did. As the team name. So uh, big props to Chip Day there. Absolutely. Huge props to uh, Chip Day. And when you think about it, that list uh, in terms of nominees was really stacked. I mean, first of all, it was all SHW. Let's just start there. You had Chip Day, you had Joe Black, and then, of course, from Lethal Poison, the former world, well, called world heavyweight champion, the former SHW champion, Corey Hollis. So uh, all three of them, either of them could have won that. Uh, of course, the award is named for Kyle Matthews because he won it eight times. Nobody's yeah. won it more than him. So kind of fair to give it to him. But Chip Day, man, what a year Chip Day had. And uh, certainly there were things we thought we would never see. And one of those was Chip Day in an SHW ring. Mm -hmm. And um, seeing that not just on a one-time basis for Rumble Jack, but watching him have match after match every month and absolutely crush it. And let's remind folks that he went undefeated in SHW until the December show where we crowned a new champion and he ended up getting pinned by our new champion, David Ali. And uh, don't forget, he's also defeated a couple of former SHW champs. Absolutely. So, you know, we've said it on commentary during the shows. We've said it uh, amongst ourselves. But you got to think he's looking to get into that SHW title picture sooner rather than later for sure. Totally. I would totally love to see that. And can you imagine it? I mean, the story again writes itself. Ali and Chip Day, <laughs> sign me up now. I can't wait for that one. That's amazing. Well, hey, but hey, though, keep in mind, it's already been announced that, and we'll talk a little bit more about SHW24 here yeah. at the end of the show and kind of tell you uh, what we've heard has been announced already. But David Ali's got to get through sunny days before this is he goes true. anywhere else. Yeah. And, and that might not happen. Yeah, that's going to be that a tall task. Happen. So yeah. uh, let's move on down the list here of more winners from the uh, Georgia Wrestling History Awards for 2020. Uh, let's talk about referee real quick. Somebody mm. who, well, let's just be honest. I think uh, up until the pandemic, I think David Weekly had been maybe at one or two shows real briefly, but yeah. he wasn't a regular referee at most of our shows. We had Todd yeah. Fox and Jeremy mm-hmm. Prater were our main two guys. Yes. Of course, Todd Fox, his family, they just had a baby early yeah. on in the pandemic. And so he's kind of doing his thing to keep the family safe and all that kind of stuff. And yeah. coming in to fill in, fill those shoes, David Weekly. Mm-hmm. And, but, and that's not to say the only reason he won it was because he was at SHW. This guy is all over the state of Georgia. Yes. Anytime you look at like on the GWH uh, reports from different shows, mm-hmm. you always saw David Weekly's name as one of that's the right. referees on these shows. And he's an amazing guy. And we got to know him a lot uh, better over the last few months as he was yeah. working with SHW. And uh, big congratulations to David Weekly. Absolutely. One of the things that he said during uh, the acceptance was one of his goals for 2020 was to work at SHW, which I think that's just like amazing that wrestlers, referees, all of them want to get to spend time and apply their craft in our organization. And I'm really pumped for that. And so congratulations to him. It's his second time winning the award. He won it uh, back in 2018 as well. So Mm -hmm. shout out to him, man. That's pretty awesome. And he, again, is in rare air as uh, Jeff McGowan won the award twice. And of course, D Byers has won it like four times. So (laughs) that's pretty crazy. But a shout out to David Weekly, uh, your referee of the year for 2020. Well, there you go. Let's get to, um, you know what? I'm going to get to the uh, female and male 
uh, yeah. wrestlers of the year. Let's talk about female wrestler of the year. And before we tell you exactly who it was, because, you, well, I'm sure you've already heard at this point, but yeah. if you recall last year, the real mean girl had this trophy made, I guess, or, or refurbished yes. or <laughs> however you want to say it. It had a race car on top and it, for some reason it said 2003 on it, but the nameplate said Danny Jordan, yes. 2019 female wrestler of the year. Yes. And if you asked her why it said 2003 on it, she would tell you, well, the two represents that it's her second time winning. Yes. And the three represented that she was going to win it a third time. Well, her prophecy came true it as did. she just became a three-time, three-time, three-time female wrestler of the year in the state of Georgia, our very own Danny J. You know, there's a lot that you can say about Danny Jordan. Uh, 2020 has been a challenging year for a lot of people. Um, and I know Danny has gone through some challenges, but Danny is also one of those who, again, took lemons and made, a lem made lemonade, like really good lemonade, as she found herself a regular on AEW Dark, um, which, you know, she was really the first of the SHW competitors to end up uh, on AEW Dynamite when she had her match uh, back in October of uh, 2019 against Nyla Rose. Well, she became a fixture on AEW Dark during 2020. In addition to literally transforming her body, transforming her wrestling style. Of course, we saw her uh, during the Rumble Jack. She came in and was amazing. Of course, most recently we saw her as the guest referee uh, during the championship match in SHW 23. And she was amazing. And uh, so shout out to Danny Jordan, who, by the way, with this win, um, makes history as uh, she has held this title or won this trophy more than any other woman in Georgia wrestling history. Uh, kind of previously holding that record was Kiara Hogan, who won it in 2016 and 2017. So think about it. The last three years, the female wrestling scene has been dominated by one person, Danny Jordan. She's SHW, and we're super proud of her. That's right. She is the SHW women's female division, the women's division. She so, is. Uh, you know, there was always uh, somebody coming in to face her. That's and right. last year when she had that trophy, I, don't, I call it an official trophy, I don't know, whatever, that was kind of the almost like the women's title, basically. It was. It and was. Uh, it was just very cool that, uh, that, that she was able to do it again here yes. in uh, 2020. As, uh, as she is a three-time, a three-peat there, three-time, three-time, three-time. You do know we're never going to hear the end of this, right? Oh, I know. <laughs> I'm sure. I, oh I just want to know if, uh, if she's going to so, – so one thing about the GWH Awards this year is that they created actual trophies yeah, rather than like a, a paper certificate or anything. This is like mm -hmm. legit trophies. Yes. Uh, so I'm curious if Danny's still going to make her own or, or have one made for her or – I don't know. We'll see. Who we'll knows? see what happens. Who but, knows? Uh, you're exactly right. I'm sure we'll, <laughs> yeah. we, we'll hear all about it from her at some point. But Absolutely. So that was your female wrestler of the year for 2020. Let's talk about the male wrestler of the year for 2020. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> this is a guy who we've had plenty to say about over the last few months after he hacked onto our podcast. He, he – you know, he campaigned to get into the Rumble Jack, and, and somehow he ended up getting into the Rumble Jack on a fluke because Sean yeah. Dean couldn't make it at the last minute. Yeah. And uh, I'm talking about Hold My Beer Hanson. I mean, talk about a fan favorite anywhere he goes. 
how crazy is it? He wins male performer of the year. You know, <laughs> I, I, what, what do you say? And, and here's the thing. We remember when he was campaigning to get into the Rumble, Jack. We remember him hacking into our podcast. I wasn't a fan. Uh, he got into the – well, here was the thing. When he walked out uh, to get into the Rumble, Jack, the place exploded. It was unlike anything I'd ever seen. And I just was like, what is going on here? And I was like, I was like, hey, 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 what is going on here? That's exactly what it was like. And I just, you know, it was one of those things that it was like, okay, this is going to pass. But it's not. And um, people love him. He found his way into the championship scramble, um, you know. And 2021 must be his year because he won over Cyrus, which I never thought we would ever say that. He beat Cyrus. We'll talk about what he's going to do at SHW24. But, you know, he is the picture of how to organically create a fan base, market yourself. He's, he's, your, he's the do-it-yourself, the DIY guy. And um, I, I'm proud of him from this perspective. Like, you've turned people into believers. That's the hardest thing to do in this business. And he did it. Uh, to the point where his peers have voted him male performer of the year. Who can argue with it? They love him. Hold my, hold my, hold my beer. <laughs> what? I the, what? I know. I know. Oh, but uh, big props, big props to him, man, for just, yeah. yeah figuring out how to market himself and just doing it. Cause great a lot of folks of can't do that. Right. Exactly. And that's a big piece of the puzzle that a lot of, you know, a lot of people can have all the skill in the world in the ring. Yeah. But they can't figure out the marketing part. They can't figure out the talking mm -hmm. part on the mic. I mean, that's there's right. a lot of different puzzle pieces to come together to make you that full package. So, uh, right. and that marketing piece is a huge one. Speaking of which, uh, and we'll talk about this again towards the end because we're going to talk a little bit about SHW24 coming up on February 5th. Mm -hmm. But uh, he's got some new merch out. I don't know if you saw the t-shirt. I did. I, I, the only, I have two By words. Anyway, I, I just bought one today. Did you really? Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. <laughs> I, I, should be, I should be receiving it at SHW24 in Holy person. Cow. So on the pre-show that night, I'll have it. I'll show you. You're going to have that. That's, yeah. yeah. I, I think it's hilariously brilliant. I, I, I do. I, we'll, we'll, we'll talk more about it towards the I end. Just, but, yeah. I won't give it away, but wow. <laughs> brilliant. Oh, uh, let's that's talk. why he won. <laughs> it is. That's why he won. So yeah. let's talk about one of our favorite people. Uh, Another one of the voices of SHW, oh, yes. and the first time a female has won ring announcer of the year for the GWH Awards, our very own, the beautiful Diana Michelle. How about that? We say that so well, Diana Michelle. Uh, you know, I, I've always loved Diana Michelle. You've always loved Diana Michelle. She and I have a, a unique distinction. We began in SHW on the same night that's right and so to watch uh her just progress to really becoming one of the best well the best announcer um you know in the state but she's not just in the state she's all over the place and um you know i, I was talking to some folks the other day and i was just saying you know in the wrestling business just like any other business you got to be easy to work with mm -hmm. and she's just wonderful She's an amazing person. She attracts the crowd. She draws them in. And she's great at what she does. And so, you know, to be the first woman 
to win this award. And uh, in a historic week here in our country where we have the first woman vice president, like I just think all of this history being made is absolutely beautiful. And so shout out to uh, Diana Michelle, our buddy, our friend, who is blazing a trail for females who want to come in this business and become announcers or do whatever you want to do. I think it's huge. Uh, and so shout out to her. Just, man, she's amazing. And I couldn't be, I literally was screaming when I heard <laughs> that she won because that's, that's us. That's yeah. us. That's, that's our, our family, family, man. That's our family. Absolutely. And uh, I also, before we move on, um, I didn't actually have this on my list because yeah. I don't know if you'd consider him a, a main roster guy for SHW, okay. yeah. but I do want to give a nod of the cap to Tyler Colprett. Yes. Won the most improved wrestler of the year. Yes. Cole Prett was there. He actually defended the Pro South title at an he SHW did. show. He did. He's been at the Rumble Jack. Yes. Uh, his former uh, self mm -hmm. had been at SHW a time or two, uh, yeah. you know, in previous years. Yeah. And so he reinvented himself when the yes. pandemic hit. Mm -hmm. And and I mean, really reinvented himself. <laughs> so the like, fact that if if you didn't know. Yeah. And you had seen his previous self and, and what he yeah. became, you wouldn't realize it was the same guy, honestly. Absolutely. That's a, that's the truth. Uh, yeah. And it's amazing. And not just that, but, you know, he, in his own words, uh, claims to be the son of Gary Lamb. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> Gary holds on to that. So, it's, Gary. I only laugh because, no, you're exactly right. Because if you follow yeah. either one of them on Facebook, they, they yeah. mention it all the time. And Indeed. it always gives me a good chuckle. <laughs> so shout out to Tyler Colprett again uh, for winning uh, most improved wrestler of the year. And that's a, again, that category was stacked as well. Right. Uh, you know, with some, with a lot of very deserving folks. So uh, shout out, just great stuff, man. Congratulations to Tyler. Very cool for him. And um, yes. I do want to say that a lot of people could say that this was the year of SHW for the awards but not only that it was more so the year of joe black oh yeah. okay so let's just go down this list real quick so Woo. shw won show of the year which was yes. still here too yes still here too was main evented by who joe black versus Corey hollis for the shw championship and who won the title that night that would be joe black on a bum leg Mind you. On a bum leg. Yeah. That's right. <clears throat> Put on an amazing show. Uh, mm -hmm. That was a show of the year. That was also the, the show we had. Uh, uh, the Rock and Roll Express That's was right. there. It was the anniversary show. And just That's right. an amazing all-around show. So we actually yeah. won the award for show of the year for that. Yes. But let's stay on the topic of Joe Black here. Mm -hmm. Not only did he main event that show, not only did he win the title of that show, he yeah. also won match of the year for uh, the show from last January. With the uh, dog collar match with him and yes. Will, Will, uh, William Huckabee. Yes. Which, yes. let's just talk about that for a second because Ooh. it seems like, and we've, we've mentioned this before, the year yeah. 2020 felt like it was about 10 years long. It did. It was a long, long year. Yes. And so when the awards were coming around and nominations were going out for different things, a lot of, you know, especially in SHW circles, we were coming, we were saying, hey, this dog collar match has got to be up for mm -hmm. a match of the year. But then people were like, yeah. wait, was that in 2020? It was like, yeah, it was in 2020. Yeah. It, was, it was in yeah. January of 2020, That's right. but it was in 2020. And so, yeah. but that was one of those matches that so many people can, couldn't forget, you know, right. no matter how long ago it was, because there were so right. many things that happened in that match. 
uh, Huckabee being put through the windshield of a car. And yes, you heard me correct. Uh, mm-hmm. The windshield of a car. And luckily I had great insurance uh, covering my car that <laughs> night. So yes. uh, I just had to make up a story about I was in like a hurricane or something. To... It was an act of God or something. Yeah, right, like right. That. I couldn't, I couldn't <laughs> say it was a wrestling match. It was a right. dog match. That just wouldn't work. Right. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that, that, that match was amazing. And um, what, what can you say? I mean, it wasn't just that. It was missed being uh spit out it was the ring being broken apart and i thought one of the the uh the the the, the bars um was gonna hit one of the fans i mean yeah. it was joe black being put through a table but even before that it was the entrances that were made it was the promos leading up to it it was you know the month before uh huckabee signing the contract in his own blood i mean like it was all of that crazy and, uh, crazy it was crazy and so you know you think about it for a match with all with all of the matches that we see uh in a given year for a match to really stand out says plenty and uh they did that and it deserved to be match of the year and we'll be talking about that match for years to come absolutely so still staying on joe black here yes promo of the year and we talked about the still here two match against Corey Hollis. This was the promo leading up to that match. The promo Absolutely. where it was like, you want to describe it a little bit? It was kind of like doing sure. a eulogy almost of sorts. For it Corey. was. It was uh, him giving a eulogy uh, for Corey Hollis, uh, going through his career, uh, talking about their history. It was a five-minute promo. And um, one of the things, you know, just going behind the scenes just a little bit, uh, one of the things that would tend to happen um, after shows for us is we get to go in the back and assist with the guys as they are, you know, shooting promos for whatever may be next or getting interviewed after a match to see how things are going. And I always, I mean, from the first time I sat in a room with Joe Black, I dubbed him the promo king. Yeah. Um, and I have called him that ever since because watching this guy, it's just like, how do you come up with this? How do you think of this? He is incredibly eloquent. He is well-learned. He doesn't stutter. He knows what he wants to say. uh, And he says it, and he paints such an amazing picture in doing so. And so, yeah, that promo, you've got to watch it if you haven't. It was amazing. And uh, it gets me fired up even now just thinking about the brilliance of that. And I would put that promo and Joe Black against anybody in this business. Yeah. Name them. Any company, Joe Black can toast them when it comes to promos. It, it's amazing. And so he absolutely deserved that and everything else that he got. Well, and so that uh, to top it off, you know, we talked about the male performer of the year. We talked about the female performer of the year. Well, the overall wrestler of the year, who else could it be other than Joe Black? But real quick, talk about who else was on that list, the, the nominees for that. You know, that, that list was pretty heavy. I mean, you had uh, David Ali on that list. Um, who else did we have? I believe Logan, Logan Creed, I believe Logan was on Creed it. was on that list. Uh, so you had more SHW representation. Yeah, it was just it as was the nominees. A, it was a strong bit of, of SHW representation for that. And again, but if you think about it, cover to cover, who really had a better year than Joe Black? I mean, nobody, you know, here's a guy who uh, started the year with the match of the year, uh, came back 
through the uh, pandemic and won the Rumble Jack to become the number one contender. He main events the the show of the year, right? With the promo uh, of the year leading up to it. With the promo of the year, wins the championship, defends it on a bum leg, and, you know, he'd still be our champion had he not gotten injured. Uh, yeah. Potentially. Potentially. I don't know. But, I mean, it is a very strong chance he would have ended the year as champion. So, you know, Joe Black, he was that guy in 2020. Well, there you go. And uh, I'm telling you, man, SHW just represented big time this week for these GWH awards. And, uh, you know, we mentioned Diana Michelle, ring announcer of the year. Now, prior to this year, they just had one award called announcer of the year. Mm -hmm. And for whatever reason, that encapsulated not just ring announcers, but also commentators. So you had those two into in the same category, which to me never made any sense. But uh, this was the first year that we were actually up for, and the first year they actually split it. So you yes. had a separate ring announcer award, and then they separated it into a, a commentary team award. Correct. And uh, so, yeah, so we are very happy to see Diana get, uh, get that. Because the thing is, you and I would not want to go head-to-head with Diana Michelle. No. I don't think we, <laughs> we wouldn't have no. stood a chance. That's yeah. not part of the plan. I joke with GB all the time that sometimes I have some of the same outfits as Diana Michelle – but I think she pulls, <laughs> she pulls them off a little bit better than I would. So you're, you're welcome, folks, yeah, that, I don't just, show, that I don't show up to SHW with the fishnets on. You're yeah, welcome. Yeah, yeah, he, he The suits work well for him. Yeah. And so, you know, we rock it that way. But as he was saying, you know, this is the first year that the awards uh, were split between uh, announcer and commentary and so uh so really technically nobody's ever won that particular award before right and uh so it was really an incredible honor for us to be nominated and um as you probably know by now uh we uh have won the award for what i know right shocking we we won (laughs) we won we won yeah We won the award. Um, man, t- tell me your thoughts on this, and then I'll, I'll share my thoughts, man. H- how does it feel to, to be uh, named commentary team of the year? So, uh, you know, you, you kind of touched on it earlier with, uh, with the wrestlers. Yes. How, how what makes this special is that it's a, a peer-voted award. You know, it's not a, a popularity contest amongst the fans. So you can't just go on Facebook and, and post to your friends and family and say, hey, I'm up for this award. Vote for yes. me. Click yes. this link and vote for me. This yes. is strictly for the, the folks within, uh, you know, behind the curtain and everything. So yeah. you got the, uh, the bookers, the, the, you know, the, the promoters, the wrestlers themselves, um, the other announcers, the other commentators. All these folks are the ones that are voting. And so to me, that makes it all the more special yes. to get that respect from your peers to say that, hey, you know, you guys did a great job. Not See, the thing is, you and I, we were just pretty stoked just to be nominated. Sure. You know, sure. like, I didn't even think anything past being nominated. I was like, well, that's pretty right. cool. You know, right. that's, that's right. it was our first, you and I, our first full solid year of yes. working together in the commentary yes. booth. And I, because you were December of 19. Yes. Was your first yes. show. Right. And so you did all of 2020 with me. However, like that's we've right. mentioned before, we were off for about six months there. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I just, I thought that you and I gelled right away. 
Absolutely. Actually, you know what, GB? I wasn't planning on doing this, but do you want to, okay. since we pulled the curtain back here from time to time here on the sure. podcast, yeah. do we want to, we want to, let's, let's tell the folks how this came about. Cause I don't know <laughs> that we probably told, don't know. Cause I don't know that we've told this story on here. I, yeah. you know, we've told it to people when we're, you know, at shows and stuff. Yeah. But let me just, let me just start and we'll, we'll kind of tell the story of how, how GB came to be my commentary partner. Okay, yes. so let's go back to November of 19. Mm -hmm. Okay, and I believe that was maybe SHW 14, I think. Uh -huh. um, anyways, I was yeah. there that night. My uh, partner at the time was unable to make it under yes. the weather or whatever the reason was. I uh, ended up calling the show by myself. Mm -hmm. About midway, well, I will say at the beginning, it was like the first match I got stuck with Logan Chase. Uh, ugh, ugh, wow. Ugh. <laughs> Anyways, just for the one match, and then he interfered or did something. I don't know. Uh, but anyways, during that intermission, mm -hmm. uh, GB happened to – were you front row, second row? Yeah, you yeah. Were you front row, so, one of those two, yeah. Something like that. So during intermission, he kind of walks up to where I'm sitting at, at the booth because we're – you know where our uh, announce booth is, is at ringside. Yeah. He comes over. He's like, hey, where's your, where's your partner tonight? And I'm like, oh, he's not here. And I remember GB was like, well, hey, if you ever need, you know, need, a, need a commentary partner, you know, I'd be interested. Yeah. And I thought – Okay, that's that's good to know. Right. Well, I'll put that put that in my back pocket. That's good right, to know. Right, right. Uh, because for those of you that don't know, and if you're listening listening to us on here, you probably do know that GB also hosts the Faction Podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I I knew you had a podcast. I knew you had the you know radio experience and that kind of yeah. thing. And yeah. of course, you know my background. I I work mm -hmm. in radio and production, all yeah. that. So have that background. So that's one of the little common things we have. Mm -hmm. And so fast forward to December of 19 which would have been i guess shw 15 yes and same thing happened other guy couldn't make it uh but i knew early in the day this time okay. that the guy wasn't going to make it so right. i immediately let dylan and gary know hey uh he can't make it but i i know this guy uh, gerard and gary i think had met you and i think dylan might have met you too maybe through yes. uh ddpy or something like yes. i don't know but you mm -hmm. they knew of you yeah. Uh, and I think maybe, did you have Gary on the faction at one point? Yeah, we did. We had done, um, for the October show, October 19, the still here one. Right. Um, I was there with Courtney and we, uh, my idea was, Hey, we want to do a podcast in the car. I want to document, uh, what it's like going and what it's like coming back. Cause that, I had, that's the first time I heard you guys. I heard that episode. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. So we, we did that, um, just because I loved SHW. Like there wasn't the intent of I'm going to get in or whatever. I really love the show. And so I thought we'd do a podcast on that. And, and that's how that happened. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I should have mentioned, that's actually where I met you the first time was at that's that October right. show. That's and right. that's why in November, when I saw you again, you were like, Hey, if you need a partner, let me know. And I was like, all right. Yeah. So anyways, December happens. Uh, we found out early in the day, Friday, I tell Dylan and Gary, Hey, I think I know a guy that could fill in, uh, and all three of us blow up your Facebook Messenger. And of all the days that you don't of check your Facebook Messenger, of all the days you don't check your messages, it was that day. And so I just got to the point where it got to be almost showtime. Uh, you know, doors open at 7, so it's always yeah. an hour before bell time. And it got to be, like, almost 7. Yeah. And I'm just like, well, I'll just do it again, uh, by myself again, like I had done yeah. in the previous show. Yeah. And then I guess Dylan saw you walking through the door, and then you take yeah. it from that point. Because you were just yes. coming to the show as a fan again. I was just coming to the show as a fan. And, and the funny part was I had a really rough day that day. And um, my wife was like, do you have to go to this show? 
And I was like, yes, yes, I do. Because I needed the outlet. That's my and escape. So, it's my it escape. Is. So yes. I took the drive and I was like, you know, all right, I'm looking forward to the show. It's going to be great. And, um, you know, literally I am, I didn't get through the door. I got to the door and Dylan meets me at the door and he's like, dude, we've been trying to get a hold of you. And I was like, are you serious? Now I think I'm losing my mind. And he's like, do you want to do commentary? Now, you know, you said that, you know, it was seven when the doors opened. I got there at seven 30. The show starts at eight. Yeah. Right. So now in my head, I'm like, you know, and so I should also add this too. I am not the forward type of person at all. So for me to even ask you in November if you needed help with commentary, like that was a big deal for me. I was going to say, do like you I, remember do you remember doing that? I do. Okay, I do because okay. I had to talk myself up to do it. Okay. Because I, re like, I remember very clearly and I was like, yeah. oh, that's cool. In my head, I was just like, I need to, you know, and, and, and I also felt like, you know, all right, sure. Maybe they'll remember me. Maybe they won't, you know? Um, so when I got there and Dylan's like, yeah, absolutely. So he's like, follow me. So I go to his car and, and I text, you know, Courtney and Brandon from the faction. I'm like, guys, oh my God, like <laughs> this is about to happen. And, and I had said yes so fast that I didn't get a chance to say no. And right. I didn't get a chance to get scared. And so I had no notes. I had nothing. Um, except for what I remembered from the last few cards. And uh, I got in the booth with you and, you know, we talked for a bit. And I remember Gary saying, hey, you know, uh, if you do good, I mean, you can have the job. Now, don't suck. And I'm like, <laughs> no pressure. And we're on in five, four, you know what I mean? So That's like, scary. Oh That's gosh. scary. That's scary right there. That's hey, don't Gary suck. all day. And so <laughs> it was just crazy, man. I mean, we fell right into it match one. And, um, you know, from there, it, it, it's history. But that was, that was crazy. It's crazy. So, so what's interesting, too, and, like, people that know you uh, well enough now know that you're one of the best dressed, always looking so sharp. But, if, but here's the thing, folks. Go back on <laughs> IWTV. Go, go back and watch IWTV, uh, uh, SHW 15, November, or December of 19, and, and you're just wearing, like, a hoodie. Yeah. I actually, because prior to that, maybe November, I think I kind of dressed up a little. Because yeah. I, we never did really before. And right. then that November show, I was like, you know what? I'm going to throw on a sport coat, you know? Yeah. And then yeah. the same thing in December. I was like, I'll get dressed up a little bit. So yeah. I'm a little dressed up. And then you're wearing just the hoodie just because you yeah. were there as a fan yeah. to start with. <laughs> and, then, and then we did that show. And I remember at the end of the night, the main event uh, was uh, the street fight where uh, yeah. Corey uh, defeated, yeah, defeated Logan Creed. Yeah. With uh, with the help of uh, uh, Gunnar Miller coming in, that's right. where he power bombed him on top of Creed, and that's how the yeah. pinfall happened. Yeah. Uh, man, what a, what a crazy night! But crazy. yeah, that was an insane match. And I remember after everything was over, you and I are like packing up and everything, and we yeah. both went, "That felt pretty good." Yeah. So yeah. you want you want to yeah. come back next month? And, and, right. <laughs> and and honestly, from that point, I think we have just gotten better and better and better. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, during the pandemic, we started the podcast here. Yes, and I think yes. that helped a lot, too, with the chemistry and just being Absolutely. able to bounce off of each other and feed Absolutely. off of each other. And so, uh, man, and then once we came back, you know, with, you know, guns blazing in, in August for the Rumble Jack, yeah. uh, I blew my voice out pretty quick because it had yeah. been a while yeah. <laughs> since we had yeah. called commentary. Yeah. But it was just it felt so good to be back. And, and, and every show since we came back has just gotten better and better 
And I think yeah. you and I have just gelled better and better. And the chemistry yeah. just keeps getting better and better. You Absolutely. know what I mean? So Absolutely. Uh, the fact that, so you and I have always noticed that and, and felt that. Yeah. And long answer to your original question, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> which, which I just love. I love it because us winning shows me that our peers and, and the, yes. you know, everybody else was noticing it as well. Yes. And to me, that's the coolest thing. Yes. You know, and we have some of the guys, I won't name names because I don't want to embarrass sure. anybody, no, no. but we've had guys at shows uh, and even outside of the shows that have either contacted us or, or talked to us in person. Yeah. Just, just, and that's the thing. They're like, they're not blowing smoke, but right. I'm not sure. So I'm like, all right, are they just blowing smoke? Or are they being yeah. legit, like being sincere? And I'm like, yeah. oh, I think they're sincere, you know, like that, that's yeah. really cool. Yeah. And so it's always cool to hear uh, the compliments from folks. And because- and you said this on your Facebook post when we got nominated uh, a week or two ago, mm-hmm. that the main thing is, like, we're not doing this for awards. Right. Like, right. I, I fell into this, and I don't know if the people know this story, and I'll yeah. keep this one brief because I don't want to <laughs> talk all night, but uh, us just, like, stroking our egos here. Like, <laughs> uh, no, just letting you in, guys. I'm just letting them know, like, how it happened. Like, so now they, now they know your story. Yeah. My story was... I'd never called a, a, a match in my life. I'd never done commentary yeah. prior to the very first SHW show wow. where, uh, and I'll give DC a shout out. DC was going to be one of the commentary guys. And he had heard me on, on a podcast, the mean street podcast mm-hmm. at the time and right. was like, Hey, so I heard you on the podcast. You sound like you're pretty good on a mic. You want to join me on commentary? Yeah. And the first thing I said to him was, I've, I've never done it before. <laughs> right. But I mean, you know, I've been a fan for, you know my whole life so that right. yeah i mean i'll give it a try right and i'll be honest and and you guys can see for yourself go back and watch on iwtv those those first few shows are a little rough a little rocky on the commentary side but uh, i had no clue what i was doing yeah, and it. It, it's yeah. crazy you'll you'll notice if you go back and watch the first couple of shows and then go back mm-hmm. and watch like the last couple of shows mm-hmm. world of difference yes world of difference Yes, and even yes. if you like we joke all the time well it's not really a joke do it for real go back and binge all the episodes do or that. all the all the shows yeah and uh, but you'll definitely notice the evolution of the commentary throughout those yeah. uh well it's also shows. the evolution of the product as well i mean it's yeah. always been a well-produced product but i think you know that that to me is the beauty of an shw is that yeah. every show continues to improve and when you don't think that there's anything to improve on we find a way to improve and so i think that's what makes it special and i think it's so special just the the uh, array and amalgamation of talent that we have and what I think these awards show us is that it's not just I mean yes we have amazing wrestlers I don't ever want to take away from that but it's everything else as well it's one giant team it is the booking it is the promoter it is the announcer it is the commentators it's all of these folks coming together to tell an amazing story and so it is it is one of the greatest honors of my life i've been a wrestling fan my entire life it goes generations deep and um it's funny because sometimes when you think to yourself like in my head i'm like well my gosh it's my first year uh as a wrestling commentator to win an award like this is crazy but then you start to realize well no i've been getting prepared for this my whole life Right. You know, um, I've been getting prepared for this uh, with the podcast that we have and with doing radio for umpteen years. And, you know, to to even going back to being that kid um, in third grade who 
loved wrestling so much that he was sitting in class playing with his pencils and and making wrestling matches with his pencils and commentating on that. You right. know, like I, I think one of the things that happens is we'll switch, we'll switch back real quick, is that life has a way of preparing you for for what it is that you're ultimately supposed to do. And sometimes you don't realize it because, you know, it's not a, a super big thing that's happening, you know. So like you may not be employed in the field that you love. You just may have this thing that you love that you do really, really well. Um, and you're finding that as you go down the road, bits and pieces are starting to come together. And all of a sudden, one day, boom, here comes an opportunity. And you don't realize you've been prepared for it the entire time until you just decide to say yes, and you do it. And I think that's the case for both of us. You yeah. know, we didn't realize we were being prepared for it. But you know, we've been watching wrestling, we've been loving wrestling, etc, cetera, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. So when you get the opportunity to make the call, you do it. And because you love it so much, you're always looking for ways to improve. Um, so this to me is a huge honor. Uh, again, we can't say we did it for awards because there was no award available when we started this. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> you know, so yeah. it was never for that. Um, but I know last year the pride I had in watching SHW just completely dominate this. And for me, I say Georgia Wrestling, uh, look out because this is all that SHW has done in two years. We're only going to get better. And not just us getting better, but I think it elevates the entire Georgia wrestling scene. Yeah. And that's a great thing for the wrestling business in general, because, you know, larger organizations, whatever they may be, always need to funnel in new talent um, all the way across the board. And uh, when you're looking for folks, the Georgia scene is ripe. And so I'm excited that we have this honor. We get to carry this around. It's almost like being, you know, the president or Grammy nominated or whatever. <laughs> it's always on your resume, right? Like <laughs> we'll always be award-winning commentators if we never win again. But that's right. I just, uh, I'm appreciative. So to all of the wrestlers, and I said this before, but I have to say it again, to all of the wrestlers uh, who have given us the opportunity to tell your story, thank you. Thank you so much because uh, it means the world and it's never about us getting ourselves over. It's about getting you over and making sure the world knows your name and your story. So thank you. Thank you, Gary. Thank you, Dylan. I thank you guys all the time because we couldn't do it without you. And Diana, my Lord, the three of us, ah, the three musketeers, this is what we do. I love it. And uh, yeah, I want to echo a lot of what you already said, but uh, yeah, thank you uh, from myself as well to uh, all the wrestlers, all the promoters, bookers, everybody else that voted uh, and even uh, during the nomination process, the folks that nominated us to begin with, yes, like that absolutely. was super cool. And yeah. again, we weren't expecting anything because like GB said, we didn't even know this was going to be an award this year right. uh, because it hadn't been in years past. And so mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. uh, the fact that we were up for it to begin with was amazing. And the fact that we ended up winning, it was uh, even more amazing. So yeah. uh, very thankful for everybody that voted and just, it, it is such a cool experience i tell you this all the time it's my favorite day of the month whenever we have a yes, show i absolutely. look forward to it all month long as soon as the show's over yes. i can't wait for the next one to get here uh yes. because i just look forward to it all the time and um what's the saying like if you do something you love you know you never work it's a day in your work. life that's right, right. and that's so right. this is uh, i remember doing that first show that first shw show and yeah. ddp showed up and we, we yeah. crowned kevin ryan as the first ever champ yeah. and I, I had never done it before I was super nervous going into it. Yeah. I completely blew my voice out. 
uh, yeah. during the DDP moment, and then yes. it was totally gone dur- throughout the like the title match. Yeah. But afterwards, I just remember thinking like that was like the most fun I have had since I can't even remember. And Absolutely. I just from that point on, having never done it before, I just yeah. remember thinking like I can't wait to do this again. Absolutely. And and like I said, it took a little while before you really hit a groove and it started going yeah. like, oh, okay. Now yeah. I uh, now I got it. Now I know what yeah. we're doing here. And yeah. then of course, I, I don't know how to explain it. I know other people have dealt, have gone through this before, but sometimes you just meet somebody and y'all just click. And yeah. I you know, I don't know how else to explain it other than it just happens. And yeah. that's exactly what happened in December of 2019 when you joined me for the very first time in the booth. And yeah. for whatever reason, it just clicked. And uh, so I definitely want to thank you. Uh, for coming along man because i it was totally unexpected and it's yeah. always crazy how stuff turns out how how the world works but yeah. uh it, it turned out great and you and i have just become uh such so much closer and become really yes. close friends over this Absolutely. past year and Absolutely. uh so i thank you uh for joining me and uh you're obviously a huge part of the reason we won this so thank <laughs> well, you thank buddy you. Thank you, man. And uh, thank you for accepting me for sure. Absolutely. Um, that, that, that means the world. So now that you all have uh, had a chance to get involved in our bromance, um, <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's get you set up uh, before we go for uh, SHW 24, because yep. uh, none of this stops with the awards. As you heard at SHW 23, I loved what Gary had to say. You know, we don't do any of this for the awards or for what all the folks are gonna say. We're looking to have fun in 21. And um, Lord, SHW 24 Ooh. is gonna be fun. Or if you have David Ali tell you, it could be work. <laughs> uh, <laughs> We've got some stuff coming up, man. Tell them what, what's up for SHW24 so far. So the first match that we heard about mm-hmm. was, of course, involving the guy you just mentioned, David Ali. And if you recall, the way SHW23 ended, the way we went off the air that night was yeah. uh, Sunny Days sneaking up behind David Ali while he was on the stage. Yeah. Of course, well, actually, Ravenna Vane walked up in front of him. Right. Which threw me right. off because I first I was turned around looking at Sunny Days. I think you yeah. saw Ravenna Vane. She first. just like appeared. Yeah, like, where'd she come from? I guess she right. came out of the crowd. Right. And distracted Ali. Meanwhile, Sunny Days walks up behind them and yeah. just and takes him out right there and holds up the belt. And we're yeah. thinking, wait a second. Right. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! What is going on here? <laughs> What's going on? And here? Uh, and so yeah, so that's going to be the match here, uh, the main event for SHW24 on February yeah. 5th. It's going to be David Ali. Going up against the monster of SHW, Sunny Days. My goodness. That's going to be a wild one. Coming out of that huge cage match, which had its own share of controversy. Um, of course, now we're finding out folks are gunning for the SHW championship. And uh, Sunny Days, that's going to be a tough task for uh, David Ali. Uh, can a savior conquer a monster? We'll find out on the 5th of February. Absolutely. And of course, there was a triple threat tag team match that took place at the last show where we found out the winner of that match would become the number one contenders for the SHW tag team titles. Of course, you had Lethal Poison made up of uh, Corey Hollis and Judas taking on the uh, newly formed team that we dubbed Technical Excellence, which yes. was Kyle Matthews and, uh, and Chip Day yes. taking on the Honor Society, Kevin Ryan and Jordan Kingsley. Well, by the way, what a crazy match that was, first of all. Crazy. Just absolutely nuts. What a nuts. What, a, what an insane match. Uh, anyways, Lethal Poison ended up winning. They are your number one contenders. They will face the returning Joey and Matt Lynch uh, coming up. And, of course, Matt's coming off some injuries. Yeah. Uh, Joey was coming off a, a, a – couldn't be around last month, and he'll be coming back. So, 
will they be in, in, in top, top shape? You know, they had I a month off, so we'll see. They did have a month off, and if we go back to still here too, well, no, 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 go back to the Rumble Jack. One of those, one of those cards. I'm. It wasn't still here too, but I think it was the Rumble Jack where uh, Lethal Poison was supposed to take on uh, Matt and Joey Lynch for the tag titles, and uh, there was this change, and Brady Pierce wasn't there, and then. You know, uh, Corey Hollis gets involved, but it was like Corey Hollis almost threw the match. Oh, when um, he tapped out very quickly. Yeah, when he tapped out That's super right. quickly. So, you know, this is a much different scenario now because Corey Hollis isn't trying to protect his championship interests right now. Mm-hmm. Um, he seems to be solely focused on this tag team venture for the tag team championships. And, uh, you know, so you have a much stronger lethal poison connection right now. Um, then you do, well, I'm not saying that, that what happening, well, let me back up and say this. Remember, uh, the lynch mob wasn't present because there was a neck injury involved, yeah. all kinds of crazy things going on. So this is going to be different, and it's a different environment now for the lynches to defend their championship. This will be interesting, and I won't give any predictions or spoilers because I don't know any spoilers, but I just think Lethal Poison has a great chance to finally become tag team champions. Whew. And that would make uh, Corey Hollis the first person, I believe, right, to ever hold yes. the SHW title and the tag title. Tag so t- that's right. He'll be the first. Very interesting. Well, of course he would because uh, Lynch Mob's the only team that's had the tag titles thus that's far. That's right. So, that's right. Uh, it's crazy to think because they won them in February of last year. That's right. So they've almost had them for a full year. That's right. Wow. Well, coming up February 5th, it will be a full year, correct? It will be a full year. How about that's that? Right. Yeah. Whew. Anyways, okay, moving down the list, because here's the thing. This whole past week, on top of the awards happening earlier this week, Mm -hmm. uh, every single day there was big matches that were announced this week. So we're just going to go down the list real quick and touch on uh, each one. (laughs) A guy that we were introduced to at the last show, who who we had met him backstage before the show, and he seemed nice enough, but he was was a little bit overbearing, a little bit annoying, Mm -hmm. kept referring to himself in the third person. Named all of his moves after himself. Yes. I'm talking about Chris Banks. Yes. So uh, as soon as uh, SHW24 was announced, the date was announced, he immediately on social media was like, Chris Banks will be back. (laughs) And we were like, oh, really? (laughs) Right. Well, apparently SHW management uh, okayed okayed him coming back, Mm -hmm. but they're going to put him up against Gunnar Miller. Oh. So how about that? Gunnar Miller Mm. will be taking on... Chris Banks. In fact, there was a little uh, video that po- that went up this week. Mm-hmm. Chris Banks was backstage ah. at SHW23. Gunnar Miller's walking by. Yes. Chris Banks stops him and <laughs> yes. tried to inter- tried to introduce himself to Gunnar Miller, mm-hmm. and Gunnar didn't seem to be be very interested in the no. least. No. <laughs> so Chris Banks said he felt disrespected, and so anyways, it's going to be Chris Banks, Gunnar Miller at SHW24. I don't this, know. I think Chris Banks may have bitten off more than Chris Banks can handle. He, he may have. I hope that Chris Banks doesn't have Hanson's death wish on him because <laughs> I'm not signing up to fight Gunnar Miller anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So the guy that Chris Banks faced at the last show was the returning Sean Legacy, who we had That's not right. seen in nearly a year at yeah. SHW. So he will be back. We don't know who his opponent's going to be just yet, but he okay. will be back. He will be in action awesome. uh, on February 5th at SHW24. Um, let's talk about Towers. Austin Towers ah. coming off of a, 
of an insane tables match yes. with Sunny Days, uh, where Sunny Days ended up winning. Mm-hmm. If you were, if you recall, putting uh, like belly first, stomach first. Yes. He was laid out on the table, and then Sunny Days come off the second rope uh, with mm-hmm. a splash through the table. Like I've never yeah. seen anybody go through a table that way. No. They're never. usually on their back, right? That's right. So that's right. The fact that I mean, your body's not supposed to bend that way. No, it's not. And and remember, if you'll recall, when he was getting up, he's like pulling out like a sliver of wood out of his yeah. like midsection. I was like, it yeah. was like, holy cow. Yeah. Uh, so who knows what kind of mood he's going to be in, but he's going to be taking on SHW newcomer Sin Bodie. Do you know a lot about this guy? Well, I know enough about him to know he's a very scary, scary person. Um, right. uh, I've seen him in some other organizations battle Trevor Eon. And uh, I'm reminded oh. of Halloween where he battled Trevor Eon kind of like a Jason versus Freddy kind wow. of scenario. So he's a frightening character. And uh, I... Part of me says I'm interested in seeing him. Another part of me is a little nervous. Uh, I don't know what that's going to do to Austin Towers, but we'll definitely see what happens on the 5th. Oh, it's going to be interesting. This I don't know what it is about Towers and picking out these guys to wrestle these crazy uh, face-painted uh, guys. Because he just Yeah, he went through the, the match with the monster sunny days at the last show, and yeah. now he's getting ready to take on Sin Bodhi. So I don't know, man. This I, I just saw the, the picture, the poster for the, the match. The picture's enough. And – I, I was like, okay, this guy scary looks scary, dude. This guy looks scary. So, scary. anywho, uh, let's talk about a guy who, unfortunately, uh, well, I don't want to sound biased because we are commentators and we're supposed <laughs> to be unbiased. But you know what? I'll just say it. Unfortunately, he did not win the cage match and did not win the SHW title mm-hmm. from David Ali at the last show. I'm talking about Owen Knight. Yes. Everybody's wondering what's on Owen's mind right now. What's What's yeah. next for Owen Knight? Well. Yeah. It'll be the return of Ashton Star's Petty Party with a special guest, Owen Knight. So oh I guess, uh, I guess oh we'll find boy. out. I guess we'll see if Ashton oh. asks the hard-hitting questions, and uh, we'll see what's next. Uh, any, any idea what it, what it might be? I don't know, but those, party, uh, those petty parties haven't ended well, and Lord knows we're still recovering from the rules of a petty party match. So I... <sighs> I got no idea. And if it's anything like the petty party rules, the rules will change as it goes along. So, By the way, let's just do a quick shout out to our very own uh, Susie Quinn showing up in the petty party rules match with a kendo stick and a twisted T of yes. all things yes. and, uh, and taking it to Ashton star, not only with a few kendo stick shots right next to the table, right next yes. to where we were. And, yes. uh, and then, <laughs> as as everybody saw that the thing that went viral with the twisted t knocking the guy oh, yes. out oh, she yes. had the twisted t and she did the same thing to ashton star that that might have been one of the loudest pops of the whole night absolutely we finally got justice for Susie. that made me happy it was fantastic so uh i i'm sure she'll be in the building but i i don't know that she'll be involved with the petty party probably uh, not <laughs> i hope not but anyways the petty party will be taking place yeah. uh so the return of the petty party with a special guest Owen Knight. So we will see what's in store. What's what's next for him. So, yeah. you know, I mentioned the triple threat tag team match earlier. Uh, well, we know what Lethal Poison's up to. They're going to be in the tag title match against the Lynch Mob. Yeah. The other two teams. Well, Kyle Matthews will be t- going one on one with Jordan Kingsley. Okay. And then Chip Day 
we'll be going one-on-one with Kevin Ryan. Of course, that's a rematch from SHW 21, I believe. That's right. uh, Where those two put on an amazing match. That's right. And so it's a little rematch from there. And then also all four of these guys went, went at it last month in that tag match. So yeah, two singles matches that, that I'm sure could be show stealers. We're, we'll find Absolutely. out. But it'd be Kevin, uh, or I mean, Kyle and uh, Kingsley, mm-hmm. and then Kevin Ryan and Chip Day. So yeah. that's going to be amazing. Can't wait to see those. This card, I'm telling you. It's stacked. It, it's stacked. As, as we, we, I mean, I know you guys get tired of us saying it every month, but it's true. It's not like we're making it up. No. I mean, see for yourself. You guys saw the announcements this week. That's right. It's a, it's a stacked card. So huh, I just can't wait. It's going to be February 5th. That's Tickets, right. of course, go on sale 5 p.m. the night of the show at the door. Doors yeah. will open at 7 p.m. And, of course, bell time is at 8 p.m. And we'll, of course, be live doing the Facebook pre-show starting right. uh, 7 to 730. So That's right. Oh, sure man. You get your tickets. It's going to be amazing. Make plans to be here. And, of course, uh, if you've missed any of our shows, you can check them all out on IWTV. Go to independentwrestling.tv. You can sign up, and uh, you can get your first five days for free using the promo code SHW. You can binge watch our first show all the way up to SHW23. Oh, it's going to be great. Well, uh, you know what? I guess that's gonna be that's gonna do it for this week. Yeah. I mean, we, we covered all the uh, what happened in the GWH awards. We mm-hmm. gave you a little preview of what's coming up at SHW twenty four here in, uh, yes. in a couple of weeks. So, uh, I, I the thing is, we say this every, as soon as the pandemic. Uh, well, it's still going on, but as soon as we yeah. came back from the pandemic, mm-hmm. all of a sudden it was like the show started coming so quickly. Yes, you know what yeah. I'm saying. We got so used yes. to like waiting forever for the next show. Right and now, right. it's like, oh man. We it's almost show. here. It's almost <laughs> yeah. here. So uh, I'm sure we'll be back next week. But then, of course, we'll be back on the fifth as well, live. That's right. From the uh, from the action building. But uh, that's right. I guess that's going to be uh, do it for us. This anything else, GB? Before we uh, no. Thanks again, everybody, for your continued support of all things SHW, the podcast, the shows, the awards. We appreciate you guys, and there's more to come. Absolutely. Well, until next time, this has been SHW. This is our wrestling.